Welcome to the Public Storyteller. My name is Michael Stock with Dr. Karen Neal. Karen is a professional storyteller and teaches at Florida Atlantic University. Hi, Karen. Hello, Michael. What story do you have today? Michael, we have a story from an author who was at the uh, Miami International Book Fair. Her name is Kanisha Anthony. Entering the foster care system at the age of four due to my parents' drug addiction was a situation that I was describe as being blindsided about because the mission of the Department of Children and Families and the foster care system and child welfare is to, you know, remove children from dangerous situations and circumstances and place them in safe environments for them to be able to thrive. And that wasn't my experience. The 13 years that I was in foster care was a serious roller coaster that the amount of trauma and experience that I had at such an early age was very disheartening. And some of those experiences look like physical abuse, mental abuse, emotional abuse. People who I thought would, you know, be more helpful to the situation really made the situation worse. And it was so shocking because as a child, You have no control over your life. You can't wake up and go get a job to get money to be able to care for yourself. Legally, you can't work. Legally, you can't get an apartment. You don't have credit. So it's those small things where you don't have any control over your situation to even change it, to to change your feelings. So for 13 years, I was just on the verge of suicide trying to... I just wanted to leave this world, but I think that even in in my darkest hours that God had a greater purpose for me, that there was a greater purpose for my life, which is who the person that I am today and what I contribute to society. So even in my darkest hours when I was feeling hopeless, you know, there were moments in my life where hope was restored and times when I can say that, you know, I had that restoration was attending Miami Central Senior High when Barack Obama came and visited our school and students were picked to attend this special event during a lottery. And then the first time when the lady came on the loudspeaker, she didn't call my name. And I just felt like, oh, my God, I have such bad luck. Like, how could I not go see this? But she came back on and she called my name and I got to see Barack Obama that day. And I was very happy. And in that moment, it was um, it helped me get through my senior year. Like I was able I was actually able to, you know, have the motivation to graduate high school and even foresee college. And the being that I aged out of foster care, I was able to get a tuition exemption. So I was able to go to college for free until I was 28 years old. So that's the one great thing that the system gave me. And I actually utilized that resource. So I was able to go to Miami-Dade College where I got my associate's degree and I pursued a career in social work. And I transferred to Florida State University and I received my bachelor's degree in social work. And I actually was able to 
began my career as a social worker right here in South Florida in Miami-Dade to be exact. And I was able to also get my master's degree in public administration and continue on my career into, you know, public service and policy, being able to, you know, advocate for youth and children and families that come in contact with the system. And I am most proud of, I'm most proud of that work. And, you know, that work has its, it has its good and its bad, but mostly the experiences that I had, I'm able to tell those experiences to have an impact on law and policies and practice and how youth and families are engaged with the system today. So that's something that I am very proud of. So although my life started off very confusing, I do now believe that, you know, like I said, I have a greater purpose, like there's a greater anointment on my life that I can really be, I am special and I can contribute something special, even if it was about things that hurt me in the past or hurt my life. And even as I'm advocating and impacting changes in policy, it won't affect me, but it'll affect the great, it's for the greater good and it'll affect children and families today and what does that look like so i am just so grateful for the 360 and i am just i just have gratitude for everything that has happened in my life and that is to happen kanisha anthony with an inspiring story about overcoming the foster care system Oh, Michael, what a story. Kanisha's book is called Labeled Ward of the State. And as she says, having been in the foster care system system since the age of four, blindsided. What a word. I mean, that just is such an intense word. This is what they should have been doing for her. This is what actually happened. Blindsided in hindsight, because at four years old, she was supposed to be taken care of and put into a better environment than what her parents provided, and it didn't turn out that way. She uses the word roller coaster and she uses the word trauma. But yet, what's so interesting about the way she tells the story, her emotions is very tempered. She says, disheartening. She doesn't say furious or, or uh, livid or, you know, she's looking back on this. She's thoughtful about her experience. And that's somebody whose book I would want to read because she has a very serious philosophy now about how things should be better and could be better and, and what she did and how she made it better. I find it interesting how important policy is because when you talk politics, people don't talk policy, but it seems to be a big part of how to change the conditions of the foster parenting today. I love that you said that, Michael, because storytelling is one of the most, if not the most, persuasive form of rhetoric there is. And rhetoric is the art of persuasion. So when she tells about her experience with all different kinds of abuse and all different kinds of bad luck, and then she says, you know, I almost didn't get to see Obama. <laughs> We're there with her. We're there every step of the way, where if she had given us statistics, if she had given us abstract discussion, 
of the foster care system, we wouldn't have felt it so intensely. It's amazing the impact that Obama had on Kenesha. I don't know if it was his visit alone, but I think that began to turn the tide. And thank goodness, because we can tell that this is somebody who is going to be an advocate in so many ways throughout the rest of her life and could have been lost in the system. So it is a desperately important story to to be told. And I feel like we should also say that if anybody is experiencing thoughts of suicide, talk to somebody about it, get in touch with the suicide hotline. Thank goodness that Kanisha did not go that route. This is somebody we need in the world. Well, thanks for bringing that story in. Karen, if our listeners have a South Florida story they would like to share with us, how can they get in touch with you? Send an email to C Neil, that's C N as in Nancy, E I L E, at FAU.edu, and I will send you instructions for recording. Our website also has contact information as well as archive stories at WLRN.org. Click radio and the public storyteller. Thanks, Karen. Thank you, Michael. See you next week. Dr. Karen Neal is a professional storyteller and teaches at Florida Atlantic University. My name is Michael Stock. The Public Storyteller returns next Sunday.